Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Last week, we did our first ever YouTube live stream, and we wanted to say thank you to everyone that helped us reach 1,000 subscribers. Thank you for everyone that tuned in. Still available on the page if you want to go back and watch. We'd appreciate that. We've got some great content coming out this week. And I want to remind you that we will not be having an episode next week, Christmas everybody's off so go enjoy the holidays with your family and if you don't celebrate the holidays have a happy tuesday and wednesday um so welcoming back oh sean i guess uh actually i forgot <laughs> i was not supposed to be here right now because I, I love sean's smiling face so if you're watching that you got to see a little bit of sean there so john we love you we'll we'll bring him back on a little bit so we got pork and chef joining us nate just bought a house him and his beautiful wife forgot a lot of stuff going on, a lot of painting so oof Prayers up for Nate painting his kitchen right now. Um, so let's kick it off. Let's do another dynasty player price check. We got some guys here that, you know, people are kind of kicking around. Like, what do we do? And these, some of these guys are like hot topics every off season. And it seems like, you know, it's the same thing every year. Like pork, we're going to start with you. What are we doing with Derrick Henry? You moving him? you trying to get him? What kind of cost are we looking at? So we, we all know Derrick Henry is uh the type of you know rare form now that's a that's gonna get all the carries on the backfield. Um we all know I think believe he's 29 years old now and he's usually gets like over 400 touches a season. Usually when guys get like that they start to break down. Uh in this case he got like some phantom foot injury this year and they're saying he's a possibility he can come back to the playoffs if they make the playoffs which most likely they will. Um Based off of next year, I don't. I don't think I ever want to give up on this guy. To be honest with you, because when you're seeing him run, it's just the same speed. He's just still running people over. I haven't seen any decline in play for him as well. The only problem is trying to buy him from a certain uh, a certain dynasty team. It might cost you too much. So right now, I don't see myself buying him at this point. Maybe because the price is too high. I think the best time to buy him is when he first got hurt and people really didn't know what was going on and people would get scared with a foot, a foot, usually a foot injuries will mess up. Um, most of these running backs, uh, timetable for coming back. But when they're saying he can come back this year, um, and you're getting the news now, the price is a little bit too high. So for me, I'm, I think I'm going to keep him um, at this point, but for right now, for the drop off, I don't, I don't see a drop off. If he's still running over linebackers and, cornerbacks and stiff arming them to uh, high heaven. Yeah. I, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep them for right now. What would you pay for Derrick Henry though? Would you do two firsts or is that too steep? I would probably do a first, like a, probably like a mid to late, just because of his age there, there will be some drop off eventually, but I'll probably play like a, a mid to late first, but it also depends on my roster as well. I agree. Here's the problem. I don't think a middle late first gets it done. No, not at all. I know that's <laughs> I know it's wrong, but the I know it, it won't get it done. I know it won't, right. but that will be my my value for my price for what all right. I'm gonna pay you for cheap, you cheap SOB. Let's, let's talk about <laughs> I am. You're cheap too. <laughs> I have oh, to be cheap. My wife is buying Jeff Bezos another house somewhere, and she spends <laughs> the rest of our money at Target, so I gotta be cheap. All right, so let, let's let's put it into this perspective then. You know, we're talking about acquiring Derrick Henry here, and I actually think now is a great time to do it especially you got teams that were probably in the playoffs because of Derrick Henry, you know, running over people. So they might, if, if 
trading is still open in your leagues, which is also a hot topic. It should always be. It should, there should be whatever. You got a team. They want to win it. If you offer somebody, um, I don't know, would you do Aaron Jones for Derrick Henry straight up? Give me that Derrick Henry. Right. That was a recent deal Derrick after. Henry. Oh, you're okay. still thinking? Okay. All right. So let's say, would you do a first and like what player do you think you could add to a first that would get you Derrick Henry? It could be any position. It doesn't have to be a running back. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem too is a lot of people think, okay, you know, maybe they have other two good other running backs this team and they can mm-hmm. flex something. Maybe it's an all flex league. I don't know. What do you think would get it done? Ah, uh, That's a toughie. I mean, because it would probably be more of a, like a depth piece because people are not going to want to give up too much. I would probably well, – that's a toughie because it will probably have to be somebody that's probably hurt or somebody that you can, you know, add to add to a thing. You know, we always talk about adding on to uh, – adding on players that most people don't want, but they still have value to you. So it'll probably be like a guy like that. I can't think of a name at this point. I, I think you could – I think it's a fair statement that if you offered a first in Aaron Jones – I feel like that would be acceptable for Derrick Henry or it'd be somewhere in the ballpark rather than just Aaron Jones for Derrick Henry. Cause Aaron Mahomes. Jones, he, he's been struggling. He's been hurt. He's been dinged up and knocked around. Yeah. He also has been hurt too, but we we've had this, this resurgence of AJ Dillon getting a ton of carries oh. and he's, and I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta say this, but he, has yeah, looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this take lock over here, but he has looked good, and I I, I have to admit that he has played pretty well. So he kind of takes some of that value away from Aaron Jones for me. I know he just signed the extension, but we don't know if Rodgers will be back next year. It might be Jordan Love. So I, I think I'm a little bit lower on Aaron Jones than most at this time. Yeah, I mean but that's a well known guy that you could throw out there. Like right, I, would be, right. I would be wanting to trade Aaron Jones. Here's a good I, one. To be honest. What about this, guys? Mm-hmm. Tell me you think about this. Would you do uh, mid first and Joe Mixon for Derrick Henry? Like you get Derrick Henry, you give the mid first and Joe Mixon. What side would I? I think I'm taking the Derrick Henry side, long term. If I'm win now, I want. Yeah, if, those, it's, if it's Henry, Mixon, Henry in the first. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it wouldn't be the first, would it? Henry in the first. Henry in the first for Mixon? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a freaking that. oh, goodness gracious. Oh, so why do I always hear about these trades? I never see trades like this. I am never <laughs> actively in trades like this. Like, come on, Sean. I don't I, know where you're trying. I get these trades from Porkman trying to get guys from <laughs> right. it, but that's about it. So I think hey, you, what we're... you you the one that be fleecing people, Chef, for the box. Stop. No, no <laughs> you want to talk about Derrick Henry getting fleeced by somebody? Well, look at Eric, look at your uh our rewind team that we have. Well, you stole yeah. him. All right. All right. So I think what Post's anyway. getting at here is he would love to get as much Derrick Henry as he can. He was holding him, but he's mm-hmm. going to be a tough acquisition. I think you're right. Remember a couple of years ago, everyone's like, sell, sell, sell Derrick Henry. Now everyone's like, buy, buy, buy Derrick Henry. And it's like, well, how? You know, what's the fair price? Mm-hmm. I think the offseason is really going to dictate the market for Derrick Henry here. It's going to be interesting to see. If I can get him, I'm going to. But you know, you have to also have to consider people say the 2022 class is going to be bad. It's not really loaded up wide receiver. <clears throat> Pay attention. Um, I think it's going to be really contingent on your team makeup, where you land in the draft, and then you could package something up from there. Um, mm-hmm. But let's move on. Let's talk about another running back here. I'm going to talk about Cam Akers. So he's coming off that Achilles rupture. 
Bob put on the show sheet that Henderson had a breakout season. Breakout is in quotes. I don't think Henderson had a breakout season by any means. I think Henderson had a serviceable season is what he had. If Henderson was doing so good, they wouldn't have traded for Sony Michelle. Right. I think. I think they would have traded for a lesser running back, like a Marlon Mack. They, you know, look at Latavius Murray was picked up off the scrap heap doing well. Devonta Freeman was picked up off the scrap heap. So there were options out there, aging veterans. That tells me that they didn't really believe in Daryl Henderson. And that tells me that, especially with Cam Akers working out, doing these workout videos and stuff like that, I'm going to try to get as much Cam Akers on my rosters as I can. I would happily play, pay, sorry, a late first, early second, depending on league formats, you know, obviously, you know, maybe throw, let's say, I don't know, you're in a draft, right? And you throw someone like, hey, man, how about a second round pick for Cam Akers? And they come back with like, well, how about a second round pick and this guy off your team? Like, what do you think a second and what would get you guys Cam Akers? I know that's kind of off the top of your head. Like, okay, would you rather have Cam Akers or a second round pick in Van Jefferson? Chev, what about that? I want Cam Akers. Phil? I'm taking Cam as well. Just because he's a he's he's a he's a the workhorse type running back that I like on my team and he's young. Obviously, I, I like Van, but you know you got to take some of that love and put that to the side for your roster. And if I need a back, I'm willing to do that. What we also need to consider too is wide receiver is not only a great thing to build your dynasty teams around; it is also the most replaceable component on your dynasty team. It's easier to find a wide receiver. In my opinion, I could be wrong than it is to find a stud running back. Pork, look at my son's dynasty team. We got some good wide receivers. My running backs are trash. And it's hard to get good running backs. Good you wide receivers. You, you got good wide receivers them. on that team? Well, I, I don't know. I did at one point and then <laughs> wait, why don't you look at my IR? How's that sound? Because that's where they would okay. all be. So I'm more, like, no, your your stuff. team is not terrible. You like but you like you said the productive struggle. You got the picks and you're gonna use those picks and you know do what you can to rebuild. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Is it a good team? No, but am I active? Am I doing what I need to do? Yes. I am so you better not leave I, either, by the way. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. I love <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite leagues, and it's only 10 bucks, so it's like you know, if it was a hundred dollar yeah. league, I would obviously be trying a little bit harder, but yeah, so I'm definitely all in on Cam Akers. I want all the game makers. Love that offense, especially now that Matthew Stafford is there. Um, like you say, you got good receivers, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I had might be a better term for that. No, no, it's fine. No, you got you know you got some Darius Slayton and Josh Reynolds starting. You know. Well, see, I had a first round bye this week. <laughs> yeah, because you're in the toilet bowl. You gonna win That's that? Right. Was, your your man's got a lot. You, of you first do have Elijah Moore though. Elijah Moore is good. On IR, yeah. I have Elijah Mitchell on that team, too. Uh, and Elijah Mitchell is a guy I like. Drafted late in a lot of places. Hey, I had to start him in a bunch of spots. Just how it goes. Here you go. Here, let's talk about this. Cam Akers or Elijah Mitchell? Cam Akers. Cam Akers, Cam Akers. Um, It's the offense for the 49ers that just scares me because it's just so replaceable. Yeah, he could just slide anybody else in there. Elijah Mitchell would get hurt. You see, Jeff Wilson scores has a hundred yards rushing in the next game, so it could just be anybody. It could be the flavor of the week for Shanahan. Okay, then let me throw this out to you, and then we're going to move on. In a startup draft, 
are you going to draft Cam Akers higher? Okay. Or are you going to take a stud tight end or wide receiver and take Elijah Mitchell later? I'm going to take the tight end. You're going to take you're gonna Mitchell. Take, you're going to mm-hmm. take a stud wide receiver, tight end, mm-hmm. not coming off an Achilles injury, and then take Elijah Mitchell later. So then the correct answer to that question was Elijah Mitchell, wasn't it? No, it's not. That's for value. You just pick yeah. straight up. You pick straight up between yeah. two each other. You're talking about during a draft when you got to go against value. Then in that case, it would be Mitchell because you're telling me I can get a Travis Kelsey or a Darren Waller in the first or second round and then get Mitchell in the, what, right now, maybe the fourth or fifth round right now maybe. for next year? Still probably a little bit probably later. I'd say later, yeah. Yeah, okay. It All just right. depends, like, you know, depending on how the rosters fall, but I think, mm-hmm. he, like, at this point, you can probably get around that. Okay. All right, Uh. so let's see. The next one, Juju Smith-Schuster. So he missed the season with a shoulder injury. And I think a good question to ask, especially with Ben Roethlisberger kind of announcing he's retiring at the end of the year. Nothing is solidified yet. Ben, time to hang it up, though. Um, Is he team dependent going forward, going to be a free agent? Supposedly, he took a home team discount to sign with the Steelers. I kind of don't believe the Chev. What are you doing with Juju? I was so shocked to see Juju Smith-Schuster go back to the Steelers this year. I don't know if it was just me, but I did not see that happening at all. I totally thought he was going to leave and go somewhere, uh, maybe upgrade a quarterback knowing that maybe he can sign a longer contract with that quarterback. But it just seemed like the market for every wide receiver was not there this offseason. So that scares me a little bit for maybe Chris Godwin going into next year, but especially coming off that injury. Uh, but I like Juju Smith-Schuster. He's young. He's got a lot of game left in him. I mean, he's got a lot of TikTok dances left too. But if you can get past the TikTok dances, he's got a good skill set. He's going to – if I was him, I mean, I thought he was going to do this last year, go somewhere with a wide receiver, needy team that has a good quarterback. I mean, if you if I thought he was going to go to the Chiefs 100% this last offseason, did he go there? No. I mean, if he went to the Chiefs, I think he is incredible with them. I mean, it's an easy. He's he's taking over the wide receiver two there. He's not going to be the first or second option, obviously, with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, but he's going to get his. I mean, we've seen it. They sling the ball around to everybody, and Juju's a good enough player to make things happen with those catches and receptions. I mean, he's I believe he's only like 24 or 25 next season. That's not old at all for wide receivers. I mean, he should just be hitting his stride, but he's also been in the lead five or six years now. So, I mean, he has all the experience that you would want in a wide receiver in the NFL for sure. Uh, now he just needs to find that quarterback that he can count on and be reliable with. Big Ben, he's been watched for a few years now, if we're going to be honest. I mean, he's just been – his arm is not – it's not slinging it like he used to. So, I, mm-hmm. I really like Juju. The good thing about Juju right now is his price is so dang low. You could literally give a second for Juju Smith-Schuster or maybe a late second, like – is ridiculous. His value has dropped so much. I know he's missed the whole season, but he's a young guy. He's going to get back on his feet. And it's not like he tore an ACL or anything like that. It's a shoulder injury that he can definitely recover from and get back to pretty easily. I have two ideal landing spots for me for Juju Smith-Schuster. One would be Arizona. Um, I believe Allen Robinson leaves in free agency. I'd like to see him in uh, Chicago. Yeah, I, I would like that. Would you rather mm-hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster as a free agent, the unknown, mm-hmm. or Nicole Hardman? Juju. Juju. 100%. Same. 
Um, here we go. Sean's got one. Uh, twenty twenty two second for Juju. I'll take Juju. To me, that's easy too because I mean, yeah. if we're gonna be honest, like this draft is, is talented. I believe like the first round. I think we can get really good talent out of the first round. When we mm-hmm. hit the second round, I think we're gonna see a little bit of drop off. Um, I don't see it being as heavy as the recent drafts. So I mean, if you get a guy that has put up multiple great seasons, I would I would want Juju. I mean, I know he's been wishy washy, but I mean, he's still got so much football left in him. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: we've seen Juju Smith-Schuster be a wide receiver one. The mm-hmm. likelihood of you drafting a wide receiver one in the 2022 draft, I think it's slim in the second round. That is, I should say, yeah. it's possible. Of course, it's not going to happen right away. Um, here, yeah. here you go. Sean's got another one: Juju Smith-Schuster or Tyler Lockett. That was another straight-up deal. I'm probably going to go with Lockett. Um, I'm hoping Russell Wilson comes back. I mean, Lockett. Right. Everybody downgrade him every season every oh he's not going to do it again he's not going to do it he but he's it done again. it every single season yep so I, i'm gonna mm-hmm. take him lock it with juju too like i don't want him to go be the wide receiver one at some on Boy. some team let me get juju at a wide receiver two like he would in kansas city if he went there and i think he thrives I, he doesn't need to be the guy i can he do it can he be the guy maybe but he hasn't shown that. I mean, he, he's shown that he can play with somebody around him, though. So, Scenario. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, everyone leaves Tampa Bay. They extend Antonio Brown. And then Juju Smith-Schuster goes there to be the wide receiver <laughs> in Tampa with Tom Brady. That won't happen. If, if Tom comes back, Evans or Godwin are coming back for sure. Godwin, obviously, we're going to talk about him a little later. But I don't see... Tom Brady coming back and saying, "Yeah, don't sign Evans. We don't want that guy." I think he's still under contract anyway. All right, so let's um, I, I'm with you by the way, Chev. If I can get Juju for some of these, I'll take Lockett as well. But mm-hmm. I'll gladly give up a 2022 second for Juju, by far. Um, let's move on to the next guy. We're all going to just chime in on him real quick, kind of all over the board, especially last off season. Um, so Irv Smith Jr. Tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. He's coming off an ACL tear that did happen before the season. He was a player that a lot of people pegged as a breakout tight end this year. Remember how upset everyone was when he was drafted by Minnesota and not the New England Patriots. We're going to talk about some other New England Patriots tight ends later, a little bit later in the episode. I think you guys will enjoy that. Um, Real quick for me, I'll start. I'm out on Irv Smith. I've never really been in that much on Irv Smith. I don't think I have any shares. I'd have to check. Um, If I can get rid of him, if either of you guys said, I'll give you a second for Irv Smith, I'm going to take it. They don't really feature the tight end that much. I mean, I know it can happen in the Minnesota offense. They want to throw to Justin Jefferson. They want to throw to Adam Thielen. They're going to throw to Dalvin Cook. When Alexander Madison's in there, he can get his too. So there are times he's going to be the third fiddle on an offense that's really based around Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen. So for that, I'm out. And he's coming off an ACL tear. There's some other tight ends, again, we'll talk about later, that I'd probably rather keep at a much lower cost than what you're going to keep Irv Smith at. Phil, your thoughts. Irv Smith, you in, you out. Um, I'm in, but if somebody was to offer me a second, I would take it. Um, but if I'm continuing to hold on to him, I have seen a little bit of production from Tyler Conklin um, playing this year. And, and obviously, to me, I think Irv Smith's a little bit more athletic than him. He has some better hands. 
but um, I'm I'm going to stay in on Irv Smith. That, that was my guy. Okay. Uh, uh, Chev, real quick before you get to yours, Irv Smith and a 2022 second for Gasecki. I would take Irv Smith, honestly. You'll take that in the pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are you in or out then on Irv and and Phil? You would take that as well. I'm taking the Irv Smith side. I'm going to stick with the Gasecki side, but um, Chev, what are you in or are you out on Irv? I'm, I'm probably if I have Irv Smith, I'm still hanging on to him, hoping to see him next season. I mean, everybody had real high expectations going forward into the season, and I think the production can be there. I mean, he's going to have the middle of the field to work with, but I am probably looking. I probably hold on to him, and I, I, I'm going to give it a couple more years, see what he can do. Because I mean, Adam Thielen's got to leave at some point. I'm guessing he hasn't been the healthiest too. I mean, he's missed a couple games this season, so. I'm probably hanging on to Irv Smith. But, I mean, Irv in a second for Gusecki. I like Gusecki. I mean, we had I had high hopes and dreams for him this season, right? But, I mean, Irv Smith, I think, can do what Gusecki is doing. And I think the second is just adding to that. So, I, I think I would mm-hmm. be able to work with that. All right. So, here's, um, here's one that just popped up recently, and we're going to talk about Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, unfortunately, ending his 2021 season with a torn ACL. It's happening late. You know, December is not ideal, especially for a guy going into free agency. Um, I think that kind of signifies the end of his tenure in Tampa Bay. They're probably going to try to re-sign him cheap. He's going to say, no, I'm worth more than that, which to me he is. Maybe he gets franchise tagged. I don't know. Um, Pork. Chris Godwin, you in or you out? You worried about the fact that he could be a free agent? Thoughts? Uh, so I think the way Tom Brady works, he usually like kind of restructures his deal so he can keep guys. Um, I don't know if we're gonna be able to keep Chris Godwin for this one because he he deserves to get paid. He's been balling lately. Yeah. Um, for next year, I think I, I still gotta be in because I still want the shares, even though if he might play maybe half the season next year. And I'm it's just like the 2024 type thing or 2023. Like I, I want I want the future uh, the future talent. So you think think for the long term and you know have him on your IR, and then when he comes back you can slide him back in. Um, I'm not sure what his price is now. That might be something that you just might have to wait for him to re- acquire him. Because some people say, well, I can't use him now. I'll give you a, a late first. Or or mid a mid to or late first for him, and I I will probably take that for Chris Godwin. So I'm in for him, and just as a as a good IR stash because we know he has that talent. Chev, you agree? Yeah, I mean I'm sticking with Chris Godwin here. I love I love the way he plays football. It seems like he's just a great dude too. So I'm not exactly sure what his market is going to be looking like. Last year was really rough for wide receivers that were looking to get deals. Um, so. I can honestly see him taking a really, not really cheap, but a cheaper one-year deal to come back to Tampa Bay and maybe kind of prove it again after he recovers. I mean, he gets Tom Brady back as his wire, or wire series quarterback. I just don't really know what what his value is going to be like in this offseason now. I figured he would be the number one target for team needy wide receiver one, needing people in the league or teams in the league. And, this this one really hurts me because I really love Chris Godwin. I thought he was definitely going to be the guy in Tampa Bay, and he was the guy. It's just now he's out for the rest of the season, so this sucks. Yeah. 
I'm still in as well. I believe in the talent. Just um, I'm going to put him in the same boat as Allen Robinson. Really, guys kind of ending the season hurt. Um, free agents. I still believe in the talent for both of those guys. I think we're, if they don't stay where they are, wherever they go, they will go somewhere where they can be a wide receiver one. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But the reality of the situation is most of the situations Chris Godwin is going to get himself into, there's not another Mike Evans there. Right. Mm-hmm. If he goes to Pittsburgh, there's Chase Claypool. If he goes to Seattle, there's DK Metcalf. But like, I'm just going to throw names out. Not saying he's going to go there. Okay. But if he went to Houston, right, there's, there's not that competition there. So it's just one mm-hmm. of those things, no matter. And he's going to pick where he can look good. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. does. So I'm in, if you told me, Hey man, you know, you're not in the playoffs. But you know, you want to rebuild, you want to get younger. Give me give me your late first. I'll give you Chris Godwin. I'll take it. I'll do a first and a third. I'll do a first and like a mid-tier wide receiver for Chris Godwin. Gladly. So I'm all in on Chris Godwin. Um, we hope you are too. So that was our dynasty player price check segment. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, thanks to Bob for thinking up that segment for us. Appreciate you, buddy. Um Please go. But before we move on, just want to ask everyone a question. Do you like DFS? Do you wish you could redraft each week within the season? If so, it's time to check out Underdog Fantasy. While the best ball platform season-long drafts are closed, there's still weekly drafts and pickups for every game. Support the Dynasty Rewind team and join us on Underdog Fantasy by using promo code Rewind when you make your first deposit and you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That is not updated. I believe it's still true. If not, Bob will just Venmo you the remaining balance it's fine deposit 100 get 100 more to play with boom the link is in the description we will see you there so there will be no debbie player of the week this week um with nate being here of course but don't worry nate you know it's almost off season time so that means we're gonna be doing we're gonna be just talking all scouting which i can't wait for i don't know about you guys it's my favorite part of the season so um now it's time for our next segment and that is dynasty stash or pass so kind of the same, kind of a little bit different. This is tight end edition. So we are going to each list the tight end, and then the rest of us will say if we're going to stash or pass. So, Phil, why don't we start with you? Who is your dynasty stash? And are we stashing or are we passing? Go for it. All right. So uh, my my guy uh, is Albert O. I'm not going to pretend to say his last name because I don't want to butcher it. But – um. It was a tight end. Uh, I believe he came out of Missouri. Um, 6'5", 260. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at film of him, I really didn't really see, you know, too much. He was just huge, big, and didn't really did too much. But, you know, once he came to the combine and uh, ran at 4'49", I believe, it was okay, open up a little bit of eyes. I need to, you know, look deeper into this. Um, so once he got drafted by Denver, you know, they have no offense. He's not going to do too much, per se. But we also know, you know, when the season starts, no offense. He has a whole bunch of, like, ankle injuries and then, like, other nicks and necks and stuff. But when Albert O came into the game, he actually looks pretty good. He's catching touchdowns, had a rapport with the quarterback. I believe it was uh, Teddy that he had a little bit of rapport with. And uh opened my eyes a little bit. Um, So, you know, with no offense injuries and you never know when he'll be out or in, Albert O, I think, is a really good stash for um, for the future. And uh, 
and with the speed downfield, I think he averages close to like 15 to 20 yards per uh, per catch, which is uh is really eye opening for a guy that big. But he's as fast as crap. So uh, yeah, that's that's my stash for for next year. What you guys think? You said you didn't see it in the pre-draft process. I did not because you know he was just he was just big. I know you saw it, Mike. You know who Jeez. did see it? That's the one thing you saw out of all the scouting. You saw <laughs> Alberto. I appreciate I was ridiculed. You. I was yes, like, you oh, are. Biggie's athletic, bro. He's not athletic, bro. I'm stashing Alberto because I have him on almost all my dynasty teams because I love <laughs> the guy. And here's the thing: he was put into a great situation for a dynasty stash. He was put somewhere where he was behind what many people believe to be a standout tight end. So he was cheap. He was a UDFA in your rookie drafts. He was a fifth-round pick. I actually did see him go in the third round of one draft, and I was like, all right, hey, so you really believe and I can't get him? I'll move on to someone else. I'm definitely stashing him. If I can get him from someone else, I will. Chev, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think I'm going to stash him too. I mean, I think we don't know what we're going to see at that offense next season. We don't know who's going to be the quarterback. We maybe don't know who's going to be the offensive coordinator or whatnot because that, that offense has looked terrible. I'm I'm definitely stashing Alberto. I think he has a lot of potential. Yeah. All right. Great. So we're all in agreement on that one. And Chev, we're going to kick it to you now. Who is your dynasty stash? Yeah. So my dynasty stash is OJ Howard. He is going to be a free agent this off season, and he needs more than anybody a team, just a new team in general. Man, he's not getting the football. I mean, there's all these wide receivers around him. We talked about it earlier. Who's around uh, Chris Godwin? OJ Howard has not been healthy either. As it's just he just hasn't had anything go his way. It seems like ever in the NFL so far. Um, but he's going to a new team next season. I doubt the Tampa Bay will try to bring him back this off season. Uh, so I think OJ Howard. I think he's a big athletic tight end that he's literally dirt cheap. Throw a couple fab dollars in there. Michael trade him to you. Um, he just has no value really at the moment, but if he goes to a team that is tight end needy, he can definitely be somebody that produces for you the, the next season. I mean, tight end to me is you're looking for just a lottery pick when you, when you're drafting tight ends or you're picking up tight ends off the waiver wire, you just want somebody that has the potential to pop off. And I think OJ Howard is somebody that is big and athletic. He's going to a new team. I mean, we've seen new, numerous tight ends switch teams and, be incredibly better so i'm looking for oj howard to go somewhere and he's cheap and you're not gonna have to pay too much for him and somebody that can just hang out on your roster if it's a deep league sean is saying here with all the wide receivers heard tampa bay might need more two tight end sets might want to buy before he has a bump in production that is a good point my counterpoint to that is if he's a free agent the time to buy would be when he doesn't have a team uh, but that is a good point. And let's not forget, they have Jalen Darden. They have Tyler Johnson there, who Tyler Johnson showed out well. Antonio Brown will be back this week, and I believe Mike Evans is likely to play, Bruce Arians said. So, yeah, they're banged up, but it's really just Chris Godwin missing time. Um, Chev, I agree, man. I'm, I'm going to stash. And just a thought here. If the Los Angeles Chargers, who should, should be the San Diego Chargers, <laughs> if Jared Cook leaves, and they don't believe in Donald Parham fully, and they don't fully believe in Trey McKitty. Would O.J. Howard look great with Justin Herbert throwing him the ball? That's 100%. 100%. And he's not, he, I don't even know if he would get any playtime with two tight end sets. He might get in there a little bit, but 
Cameron Brait, he's already getting playing time. He Rob Gronkowski, he's playing time. Like, yeah. I don't even think – I think his, it, he's just going to keep going down, honestly, to me. Yeah, I mean, this is a great so. stash. And you want to talk about a value stash. I mean, he was drafted high, but I'm stashing too. Pork, thoughts? Uh, I'm stashing 100%. First round draft capital. We know he got the talent. Bruce Aaron sometimes will be a douchebag and he puts him in the uh he puts him in his own like like doghouse and it gets annoying. He puts like certain guys in there, like Rojo. OJ Howard was like the first of a first of his kind. The guy is a good tight end. The only thing that's holding him back is his injuries. I think he needs to change the scenery. Chargers, perfect spot. You, you hit that right on the head, Mike. I freaking love that for Herbert. And he's not gonna cost that much. He hasn't done anything yet, technically. So yeah, that's a 100% stash right here. Can I say one more person, though? Because I thought Nate was going to put this person down. That's why I didn't put him down. Harrison mm-hmm. Bryant, I think, is mm-hmm. somebody that you should be stashing as well. I know Sean doesn't have any graphic or anything, so I was going to make it short and sweet. Yeah, I, I'll stash Harrison Bryant. Um, based on the landing spot, probably you probably took him cheap, picked mm-hmm. him up as a UDFA. I'm fine with that. Pork? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. He's cheap. Why yeah. not? <laughs> Especially the tight end position. Uh, and Joku will be going. Hooper's still there, but Hooper's his booty. So I can I can go where I hear some Bryant for cheap. Yeah. All right. Well, here is where we're going to differentiate now. Um, one of the guys I like, fourth rounder out of Purdue. I can see the faces already. That is Los Angeles Rams tight end, Bryson Hopkins. That was a huge fan. I was hoping he would go somewhere <laughs> where we had more of a chance. Behind Tyler Higby. And he's behind the guy that they drafted. Uh, what the hell was that guy's name? The other Jacob Harris. Jacob Harris. That's it. So Jacob Harris coming off an ACL injury. Tyler Higby getting a little older, kind of hit or miss. I like Bryson Hopkins. Got good, good size. Not the fastest guy, but pretty sure-handed. I like him again. Probably super, super cheap. Now, when we're talking stashes, if none of these other guys are available, okay. Maybe you want to throw a stash on Bryson Hopkins. There's my thoughts. Pork, how about you? Uh, I think Bryson Hopkins for me is a stone cold pass. Um, it just I have just because I, I like <laughs> I like his um I liked his college tape, but when he went to the Rams, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything to be honest with you, especially when he's had the chance to produce. And I don't think they use a tight end position that much in that Sean McVay scheme like do a lot of uh, like to do a lot of three uh, wide receiver sets and I mean if he's the tight end one on that team maybe but even still I don't think it's going to be enough volume for him to produce he would need to produce like Dawson Knox he would need touchdowns rather than mm-hmm. he's not going to get the reception is basically what you're saying mm-hmm. I think I think that would be spot on I'm going to pass to I just think they have too many wide receivers around him, and they're going to throw the ball to Cam Akers a, a good amount too as well. So I just don't see it, it becoming a thing. I mean, if you're in a deep league, I would definitely stash him just just in case. I mean, you never – like I said, with tight ends, you just never know. You're just trying to stash somebody that's athletic and can get yak yards at that point and trying to find somebody that gets a touchdown. I mean, Dawson Knox is a guy that – Touchdown dependent sometimes. I mean, look at last year, Robert Tanyan. If he didn't get mm-hmm. a touchdown, he wouldn't be near as close to the top of the rankings that he was. You're mm-hmm. just trying to find a guy that can get touchdowns in the NFL uh, multiple weeks. Like, 
tight end, the tight end position in the NFL for fantasy is so okay. scarce right now. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. some people are starting to come up. It's nice to get Kyle Pitts. Nice to get Gasecki actually playing well. But I mean, somebody next year is going to be the Gasecki. Somebody next year mm-hmm. is going to be the Dallas yeah. Goddard. I mean, Dallas Goddard could even be that guy. I mean, who knows? Right. All right. So uh, that was Stash Pass, and all I could say is more Bryson Hopkins for me. So that's fine. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's go to the lightning round. You guys know how this works. I throw a name out there. You get 30 seconds. When you're done, you're done. I definitely put this first name on the list. You can hate me if you want. I don't care. I'm stashing them. I can tell you that right now. Pork. Uh, come on, man. Stash or pass. Kenny Yaboa. This is going to be quick. Go. No. Chef, you're next. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with a, a swift pass as well. I know, I know somebody is going to get a stash here, but it's not going to be me. I'll take all the Kenny Yaboa. That's fine. Thanks. <laughs> I love garbage. You know what? Here, th- we're gonna have to clip this. I love disgusting tight ends. There Ooh. you go. I'll have to clip that out. So, all right, next one, Merry John Christmas. Bates, who's kind of been getting some more play with Logan Thomas being hurt. Ricky Seals Jones has been getting hurt. What? What is that, Sean? Why What's is Kyle Rudolph, Rudolph? Sean? A freak. <laughs> 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 well, hey, stash your pass, Kyle Rudolph. I don't want him. <laughs> I'll pass. Chef. And Bates, I'll pass on Bates as well. Are you passing on Bates as well? He's, here's the, the reason I put him on there. Logan Thomas being hurt. Ricky Seals-Jones been kind of in and out of the lineup. He's been getting some play in Washington. Chev, you going to stash your pass? John Bates. Yeah, I'm going to pass on John Bates as well. I mean, I didn't even know who this guy was oh, yeah. until I, I saw him on the sheet. So it's going to be a swift little passy pass for me. Uh, don't trust a player for a team that has no name. All right, so the next <laughs> one, uh, the guy that kind of took over after Irv Smith got hurt, and that is Minnesota Vikings tight end Tyler Conklin. Pork, stash a pass, Tyler Conklin. Hey, look at that. Sean got the right graphic this time. Go, Pork. <laughs> uh, I'm a stash on Tyler Conklin. I kind of I <laughs> like what I saw what he did this year. Uh, they do like little two tight end sets. Uh, seem like they like to do that a lot with, the, uh, with some play action fakes with the run of the ball. Um, so yeah, that's a stash for me. All right. Jeff, go. I'm going to stash him as well. I mean, I, I think he's shown enough production to hang on to him for a little bit longer. It's going to hurt with uh, the tight ends that are coming back off the IR next season, but I think it's worth a stash at this point. Okay. Uh, the next one, New England Patriots tight end. Devin Asiasi. I thought about putting Dalton Keene on here as well, but if I remember correctly, Asiasi was more of the pass catcher, right? Uh, yeah, backwards? he was. Yeah. All right. Well, guess what? He's not anymore. So we stashed the passing <laughs> Devin Asiasi. I'm going to make this real quick for myself. Pass. Hard pass. Devin Asiasi has a better chance of catching COVID than a pass in the NFL. Pass. <laughs> All right. Easy enough. Let's move on to the next one. And this is Indianapolis Colts tight end. Uh, Kylan Granson. They got a bunch of tight ends out there in Indy. But I, if memory serves me correct, I believe Jack Doyle and Mo Alley Cox are on either one year or short term contracts. So mm-hmm. there is always that chance that Kylan Granson has time to shine. Um, I'm going to stash him. Pork, thoughts? Uh, I'm going to stash him as well. I, I like this college tape. 
Um, he, he, like you said before, we was talking earlier. He kind of reminds me like a, like a Dallas Clark a little bit. He has a little bit of a, has a little bit of talent out there. And if Carson is their quarterback of the future, he likes throwing to his tight ends. That's going to be his guy. So that's well, a even, stash for me. He's not the quarterback of the future. If not, he's the quarterback of right now. And, you know, you're playing it in that window. So, you know, that's the way mm-hmm. I'm doing it. But Stev, oh my God, I, sorry, Chev, I'm trying to wow, combine Stev. your name and stash. Chev, <laughs> you going to stash or pass Kylan Granson? I am going to pass. I <laughs> don't see them. I, I feel like they're going to be a team that, forces Jonathan Taylor the football. I think that's what it should have been all along, but I think they're starting to figure it out. Hey, Jonathan Taylor is actually pretty good at football. And I think uh, if you watch um, Hard Knocks as well, I think you see how much they actually do love Jonathan Taylor. I mean, the linemen are coming up to say, hey, get this guy the ball. He's ready to eat. And what do they do? They go out and score a touchdown on that drive. So I'm going to pass. All right, so let's go to the next one. Reserve tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, and that is Noah Gray. So if uh, Travis Kelsey goes down, should be the next guy up. I'm going to head, going to go ahead and say, if I got room, I'll stash him. Although Kelsey's going to be around for a while. Pork, your thoughts? Uh, I'm stashing him as well. Uh, his film kind of reminded me of like a a baby Kelsey a little bit. Yeah, good hands, good route running, and. Uh, yeah, he's he's pretty good. So I'm gonna stash him as well. All right, Chev, you? Yeah, I'm gonna stash him as well. I mean, anybody in that offense, I'm really looking to hang on to if I can. Um, sometimes you can't hang on to everybody, but Noah Gray, he might even have an opportunity this week with Kelsey going on the COVID list. So who knows? He might be the the fantasy savior for you in the playoffs. Look at that. Yeah, right. What a weird season it has been. Um, all right, last one. Uh, Josiah Degora, stash or pass? I mean, you know what? I guess I kind of have to because there's some leagues where I had to start Josiah Degora this year. <laughs> start two tight end league, bye weeks, COVID injuries. He got me like 4.3 points the one time. Thanks, buddy. I'll stash you. Pork? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm stashing him. If you if you kind of look at the, the games that they've been playing, he actually began targeted by Aaron. And uh, I don't know what the long shot is where Aaron's staying or going, but he's showing flashes that he belongs in this league. And uh, a couple years and a couple years from now, he might be a, a fantasy asset. So I'm I'm going to stash Josiah just for pure talent. Okay, uh, Chef. Ugh, I hate the Packers, man. Just looking at this picture here just makes me want to throw up. <laughs> I I think if you have the deep rosters, I think he's definitely worth stashing. Um, I'm going to pass though. I, I just don't see that offense being very good without Aaron Rodgers the next few years. So I just don't think it bodes well for him in that aspect. I'm going to pass. All right. I just want to throw another one out there real quick, Sean. Sorry. I just thought of this now. No graphic, but, um, he was supposed to be something. What are we going to do with Ian Thomas? I'm going to pass. I think he's pretty much done for. That was Chef's boy, man. I know, I know, and I want. I trust me. I wanted it to happen too. Mm-hmm. Poor. Uh, they got a uh, tremble now. It's it's over, but I yeah. I want Ian Thomas had every opportunity to take mm-hmm. over that job, and he. It, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was a coaching staff or if it was just him. It makes no sense. 
He showed flashes that one year he was balling. Gone. So <laughs> he, he's cooked. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Chef. No, no. Hey, like you said, I mean, he had all the chances in the world. I mean, sometimes you got to know when you're wrong. And I was wrong, whether it's him not getting an opportunity, him with battling with injuries. It just didn't happen. I, I thought I I thought I was going to find something, a diamond in the rough there. But, yeah, he has not come to fruition at all. And that offense is abysmal as well. So I, they definitely got it. I mean, they should have took Justin Fields. I mean, let's be honest. That would have been the best move they could have made, and they didn't take it. Now they got old Sam Darnold, who I'm not a big fan of, so I'm not not feeling too great. So bringing back Cam Newton, that's done done a lot too. So, oh, oh boy. All right, that's been our tight end stash <laughs> pass in lightning round. I do appreciate everyone uh, checking that out. Hopefully, it gave you some some good stuff to think about. So, but before we head out, Chev, you got anything for us this week, my friend? I do, and this was a hard episode. Talking about tight ends is very rough, so I hope your ears are not bleeding after that episode. Uh, but the verse we have today says in John 3.16, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his, only, his one and only Son so that who, everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Man, God, God gave his only Son. He took Jesus away from this earth. That way we would be no, there would be no sin. And Jesus took all of our sins at that time. I can't imagine how hard that was for God to do, but uh, to have a servant like Jesus that was willing to actually take our sins is huge. Uh, The birth of Jesus is coming up, uh, if you would say, on December 25th. I know there's a lot of speculation of when he was actually born. Um, but I, I just got to be th- thankful for God allowing Jesus to be on this earth and take our sins away because this place, uh, even though it is very nasty now, it would be way worse if Jesus wasn't able to take our sins away. Uh, also, I just want to say Merry Christmas. Thank you to all of our subscribers. I hope you guys have a happy holidays and stay safe. If you ever need to talk to anybody, you're always welcome to hit up me or Porkman. We we'll definitely will uh, be in our DMs uh, over this next few weeks. I know a lot of people have gone through a lot this year. So if you ever need anything, please hit us up. Uh, We'd love to be able to talk to you and help you get through this time. All right. Great words from a great man. Chev, you know what I love the most about that right there? What's going on, boss? You said if you ever need to talk to anyone, hit up me or Porkman. You (laughs) need to put my name in there. Hey, man, you know, I listen to you. See, I listen to you, what you say. And I I know I, I I want what's best for the people. And I just know they yeah. wouldn't get and the you're help. Not gonna, you know? You're not so going to do it. We're here. You know? <laughs> really? Really? Oh, dang. See, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say you stink, man. I'm kidding, Mike. That was hurtful. Mike, you me. always give me the thumbs down my next to Albert O, even though you stashed him because you're a D-back. But... I draft him everywhere. Of course I'm going to stash him. I refuse <laughs> to admit that I'm wrong. It just doesn't work. Exactly. Like I, by the way, the other day, my wife told me she was sorry and she said i was right about something so closing out 2021 on a high note i'm gonna be chasing that high forever but you can get that high too all you have to do is go over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind one dollar a month just one you can get into our awesome group chat that i actually participate in you get to show some support some love for your favorite dynasty podcast don't listen to any other ones all you need is right here five dollars a month you get all our premium content bonus pods get dfs show get uh you also get to chat with that and you get any written content that we put out. 
Aside from that, please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're really happy we hit a thousand subscribers. So thank you to everyone that can make that happen, especially Bob. So until next time, everybody, for Chev Pork, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Take us away, Sean. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind. Please rewind.